Today's episode is sponsored by Bugs Be Gone. Have termites in your wine cellar? South American hybrid spiders in your barn? Call licensed exterminator Dilbert McClintock to rid your home of nasty bugs. Use promo code ROCK AND ROLL to get 20% off your first visit. And now, let's fire up those time circuits. Set it to 1990, because today, we're traveling back in time to revisit arachnophobia. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. What does the doc? What does the fox say? No, no, just, just, no, just, 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 just answer. And all your genes will come true. Hey, what does the dog say? What does the dog say? Woof. What does the cat say? What does the bird say? What does Michael Jackson say? So where's the punchline? That that's it. What does Michael Jackson say? <laughs> that was a lot. That, that was, was a, that was a joke. <laughs> that was not. That's like that's so like an elementary joke that you would get home and tell your parents, "Like you're the funniest thing ever," and your parents just give you the courtesy laugh. I remember when my when my my nep- my cousin Nick was like, "You want to hear a dooley joke?" He had a lisp. I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Okay, <laughs> and he's like, "A pig in mud." And he just starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> and I'm like, so what was the joke? <laughs> oh, because earlier when you did the lisp, I didn't understand what the hell you said. He was saying, do you want to hear a dirty joke? Yeah, do you want to hear a dooley joke? A dooley? dooley? I don't know why it sounded like that. Dooley. He had a weird lisp. Dooley. So, and then the, the joke was... A pig in mud. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what's the that's joke? A, that's a legit thing, because I remember that as a kid. You go, like, you want to hear a dirty joke? You got a pig in the mud. Ah! And you're like, what? Do what you say, were you friends with the I same dumb kids? The pig gets dirty. It's a dirty joke. The pig gets dirty. But it, there's no that's joke. That's not a joke. That's the yes, thing I don't is. understand. <laughs> I don't understand that. It is a joke. You don't understand it. Only the youth understand it. Oh, yeah. Only and when you get older, understand. the other kids are going to say that and you'll be like, oh, I don't get it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Oh. Welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Santos. And as usual, as always, usually, no, always, but Do you today, know the meaning of always? You keep using that <laughs> You keep using that word. I'm not sure you know what it means. (laughs) As always, Uh, because I don't know why I want to say usually, because he's always with me. But it's you that, well, anyways, the point is, as always, I normally have. I live here in this house, as always. (laughs) Freddy, Freddy Cougar, I was about to say. (sighs) I just already kicked in. Man, two whole snips of Smirnoff. We could better call the police. Does okay? anybody we need know to call the what's balise. going the balise. on? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of... Uh, I already intro But, as normal, for those of you who listen to the show, I normally have Freddie Morales join me on this episode. But, today, we have a special treat. We are having a guest. A special family edition. Yes, yeah, special family edition because... 
as previous episodes, we've had Julia, my wife, join me for certain episodes. My like, wife. My wife. <laughs> like, we did Back to the Future 3. We did the Fright Night Anniversary. Uh, Super Bad. No, not Super Bad. Uh, Bad Santa. Yes. And Up. So she's yes. been, she's joined me for a few episodes throughout the season. And Night of the Leapest. Oh, Night of the Leapus, that's true. And for Wrong the special... Honey, you don't have to do the O's on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and the special kids edition episode of Alien vs. Predator, we had my son Owen join me. But today, it's Halloween, so I figure October... It's no, that's October. like in three weeks. Yeah, seriously. So that's why the Halloween, for... Halloween, the perfect time for serial, for serial killers to arise. Nobody will know because you'll be in a mask. Nobody will know. What? Because otherwise you would know. Because you'd be like, hey, guy, it's the middle of February. Why are you wearing a mask? Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> the room is spinning. <laughs> hey, uh, could somebody explain this guy? <laughs> My son Owen and my wife Julia have returned to the great podcast that is 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. Freddie will return for the next episode. It's been crazy. He's been on tour, traveling, doing a bunch of shows. And me with my schedule, it's been really hard for us to get together. But I really wanted to get a Halloween themed episode out there. And I thought, you know what, the perfect episode to do with my family because my family loves this movie and more so i don't know they're terrified of it but they love it so i thought you know what to start off the very first hollywood pictures film arachnophobia Arachnophobia. yes i i had to watch an episode of bob's burgers to calm down yes these these uh i got very scared since i have arachnophobia (laughs) yes Yes, this movie uh, was released in 19... Oh, I didn't even know that. 1990. It that's, was released in 1990. It's a while. It's considered a comedy horror movie. So I don't really see anything funny about that. Really? You didn't I, like John Goodman? When I he's love like, I'm John bad. Goodman. So John Goodman? Has his own theme music. It does. <laughs> He's the only character in the movie who has his own theme music. It's all homeward bound and like happy. Yeah. Like the cat's going to come out and then Michael J. Fox shows up and they all go on an adventure and they escape the yard. Sally Field and Dama Michi. They're all like. I don't know who that is. <laughs> That's the Shadow. Shadow and Sassy's the. Shadow? His name is Shadow? Yeah, Shadow. Shadow's the old dog. And it's played by Don Don Amici in the first film. He passed away by the time in the second film. I don't remember who's the second one. Sally Field, who's Forrest Gump's mother. I know who Sally Field is. Yeah, she plays Sassy. And then Michael J. is Ah. Chance. He's a pup. People forget because the dog doesn't shake. 
No. What? You're terrible. <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> I don't even know if I should leave that in there. No, you know what? I mean, we're not, but there's that scene in Curb where he gives... The sodas? He gives, yeah, a soda, like, and when he sorry, opens it, Parkinson's. and he's like, Parkinson's. <laughs> and he Wear it, you know. Oh, thanks. Oh, Jesus Christ! What the hell? Did you shake that up on purpose? Parkinson's. I think the shirt's ruined. What a surprise, man. He has Parkinson's. So he's got Parkinson's. Of course it's Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah. he's shaking. He would never do anything like that on purpose. Michael J. Fox, never in a million years. But he shakes, right? He has your soda that's shaking. You can't stop fucking shaking. So you're saying you don't believe me? I'm just not buying it. See that fucking milk you got in your hand right now? You hand that man a carton of fucking milk, guess what? It's gonna be a fucking milkshake. That was not Parkinson's. Hey, thank God he ain't hand you his dick, you know what I mean? He could've been shaking and shook that dick up, hand you the dick, and the dick shot sperm in your face. Yeah, but what, what, why would he hand me a dick? I'm missing an example. What kind of example is that? I'm just comparing it to other things you can shake up, right? With Parkinson's, right? You just live in a, a total dick world. Don't I'm just, it's a huh? good example, right? <laughs> and he thinks he's doing it on purpose. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he goes, when he's like making all the stomping, he's like, if you don't do something, <laughs> Michael J. Fox can be Michael fucked up. <laughs> Leon, you up? Yeah, I'm up! This dude's out of fucking control right now. What is going on with him? All this fucking clumping around all fucking night? You can't fucking sleep like this, man! I know! God! You gotta handle this dude, man. You gotta go up there and handle this fucking guy, man. You know what I'm saying? This shit don't go down in a black neighborhood. You know what I mean? Alright, I'm gonna go up there. Unless you want to. If I go up there, I will kill this motherfucker. Michael J. Fox about to be Michael J. fucked up in a minute. But you go up there, you and him, that's a, that's a fair fight and shit. You know what I'm saying? How's that a fair fight? Shaking motherfuckers like that, you know, little kids and shit, old people, motherfuckers who can't defend themselves, and you, that's perfect. You two face off, that shit is even Steven, okay? That's not even Steven. That's even fucking Steven, Larry. You, you don't think I can get the better of him in a fight? That shaking shit might come in handy. I don't fucking know. Right? You don't know this motherfucking skills. All right. Right? All right, you watch me. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so this movie was released in 1990. It was directed by Frank Marshall. Um, and it stars. Yeah, actually, he 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 has a wide selection of stuff because he was also a producer, so a filmography. Big Broadway play. He did a live Congo. Oh, Congo, Ugly Gorilla, Go Away. Congo, yeah. Eight Below and the Bee Gees. How can you mend a broken heart? So he directed all these films, but as a producer, look at that. He goes down to like all the Warriors, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Poultry Guys, Color Purple, The Money Pit. Like this guy, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, big time direct. I mean, a producer. So this was the first film that he directed. It stars Jeff Daniels as I don't remember his character name. I don't. Think R- Rex. R- Rick Ross. Ross. Rick Ross, isn't that no. the producer? Yeah, no, his name was Ross. They called him Ross. Yes. <clears throat> yes, Ross Jennings. Uh, his wife, played by Haley Jane Kozak, is Molly, Molly Jennings. Jennings. They're kids. And then you also have Julian Sands. He plays Dr. James Authorn. He's the the guy who goes out there. He's the war. He's Warlock in the movie Warlock. I kept telling you about. Dilbert McCormick is played by John Mr. Goodman. John Goodman. Perfect good casting. Man. Perfect. He's Perfect casting. I like, yeah, good man. He is a good man. And then Stuart Park uh, Pankin. 
He plays Sheriff Parsons, the a-hole jerk cop, who right away doesn't like this. It's like literally... Doesn't like these big-time city slickers moving into their small town telling people what's what. Like the moment you meet him, he's already given a ticket and he's a jerk. So you went to Yale, huh? That's just a school or something like that. Yeah, he's like, well, it's still a school. Yeah. And gives him the ticket and then the lady. So... So, so this film, let's start off. Uh, okay. One thing about this movie, like I said, it is a horror, a horror comedy, and but it, it, they wanted to do something in the the, the vein of like, um, the birds, Alfred Hitchcock's the birds, yeah, like a creature feature, like you know. So they wanted to have something like that. Now for this movie, uh, before we get in, uh, Owen, when do you remember the first time you saw this movie? No, I do remember one particular scene, though. Okay. I hope you do, because we just watched it. No, I mean, before we watched it, there was one particular scene that I couldn't find in my head. I couldn't, it was bothering me so much, I couldn't figure out. In your head, movies. What do you mean, Owen? I couldn't, it was bugging me so much, I couldn't find where did I see this particular scene. It was actually when I was a lot younger where I saw arachnophobia. I only remembered one particular scene, the scene where the spider is in the shower. Ah, yes. That is is an an iconic scene. Yeah. I, that is the one scene that I remembered before seeing this movie. I think that Hollywood has many shower iconic scenes. Arachnophobia has that scene. Nightmare on Elm Street has a scene. Psycho has a shower scene. There are many iconic shower scenes. In in uh, Final Destination, there's the guy in the shower. Like bad oh, things yeah. happen in the shower. Stop taking showers. Yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. They, I, just be stinky. That's it. Don't don't stinky. shower. But I already or jump in a Owen's hole. already a step ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I need a shower. I'm gonna shower tomorrow. Okay. I'm gonna okay. shower tomorrow. That's I great. Have to. But it, but it is true. Like that that scene with the because no lie, it's like we'll, we'll obviously get into the plot, but let's just talk about scenes. After you know, after this you're, movie, you're most vulnerable in the shower. Hell yes, because you're yes. closing you're your eyes. Oh, and you're naked. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're naked. Because you yeah. close your eyes in your bedroom too. You have the <laughs> well. When you go to sleep, you close your you're the most vulnerable in the shower because you have the most skin exposed. Yeah, you're more, naked. Yeah, you're naked. Yeah, That's what happens when you're naked. The more skin you have exposed, the more easier they could bite through without having to bite through clothes and then having to deal with getting... And why is it that you're most exposed in the shower? Because who showers with their clothes on? Exactly. Nobody. Exactly. It's except, because you're naked, right? Uh, Unless you shower except, with your cousins, you guys keep your underwear on. Yeah. Because otherwise except it's weird. For that one guy, uh, except for that one guy from the movie Good Burger. He showers with his uniform on. Oh, yeah. Well, he never takes it off. Because he he's a dude, she's a dude. Because we're all dudes, yeah? Welcome to Good Burger Home with a Good See, Burger. See, but that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, No lie, this movie, for after seeing it in 90, like, it always used to freak me out. Because it's like, what if like she, the spider... The the freaking web is where the uh-huh. the, shower the shower head, head is. is. So when she's trying to adjust it, uh-uh. she's like eyes closed, the soap, uh-huh. and then she gets nope. a spider web in her hand. Like it's scary because if there is a spider there, like you, you know, you're closing your eyes. I cannot step inside of the tub 
without examining the perimeters mm -hmm. and checking for webs or anything to this day. I can't. I have to. See, I, have I, to. I, 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 okay, we'll, let, we'll talk about our fears right now, so I'll go first. So this episode is sponsored by SanchDesigns.com, a t-shirt business owned and operated by me. The site features Loteria mashups, Star Wars characters like Han Cholo, Princess Loca, and Arturito, podcast designs from the Brothers Bear podcast and 88 Miles Per Hour podcast, and some fun fan fiction designs like Depeche Mode or SpongeBob SquarePants and the Infinite Sadness. Plus, we have baby, toddler, and kid sizes, so your kids could be walking around in an 88 Miles Per Hour podcast shirt. Use promo code PODCAST to get 15% off your order. And yes, this is a real ad. So if you want to get yourself an 88 miles per hour podcast t-shirts, we have the actual logo that's written in the style of the font of Back to the Future or the new picture design that we have. Go to sansdesigns.com and when you go and check out, make sure to use promo code podcast and you'll get 15% off your order. And make sure to follow Sanch Designs on Instagram. That's Sanch underscore designs. I hate spiders like i'm afraid of i don't like the words please don't say that okay so the spooties ones i don't arachnoid? know how about you try arachnoid i was like why could oh i'm like trying to create a word i'm like well actually, they called them <laughs> well, actually in the movie they uh called them arachnoids like the i like that the word scientist guys no it wasn't the scientist it was good man yeah, good man. Arachnoids. Good man called them arachnoids. Oh, yeah, he called them arachnoids. They're your basic arachnoids. He added arachnoids. a letter. Arachnoids. Yeah, your basic arachnoids. Um, that's not a word. Okay. Uh, but over there, at, at, um, when growing up at my parents' house, the, the first bathroom um, always would get spiders. Arachnoids, please. Arachnoids in the corners of... And so in the morning when I had to get ready for school... There's a spider, not, I like, even arachnoids. though, okay, arachnoids, even though it's not going to jump at me, it's a, it's a daddy long legs, like, I'm still like, I can't, I can't shower there. You can't like, shower in peace, you gotta leave your, your because, eyes open with the soap and everything. So I, there I am, I'm like trying to like kill it, I'm like, where the hell's the broom? And my mom's already yelling, like, come on, yamitete, we gotta go, get ready, and I'm like, oh, but the spider, and I don't want to go to school without showering, like, so... I know I have that fear. Like, where does your fear land with arachnoids, love? I developed my arachnoid phobia um, around the, between the ages of 9 and 10. Um, I know during times of stress, my fear gets worse. Um, I do... I, it, it really... Like, there's so many variables when it comes to my interactions yeah. with said arachnoids. Um, like, it depends on how it is presented in that moment like did it did it, like it come out of nowhere and suddenly it's on me did i see it from a distance did it move slowly was it dead like there's so many variables but um anytime like it completely catches me by surprise i will completely like start like i will get in a panic i will hyperventilate like i i've pushed a pregnant woman out of the way because i saw an arachnoid like that's how like, wait what like, that's how bad my fear is that, like, I will, like, abandon everyone. Like, you're one of those where, like, if you know... It, I make I, I get in complete fight or flight mode. Yeah, like, let's just say you're, 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 you're in another room someplace or whatever where you're going to go to sleep. You, 
and you know there's a spider in there and it gets away. Arachnoid, please. An arachnoid, like, you won't be able to sleep I in that room. Because you're like, that thing is around and it's going to crawl on me when I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna. That wasn't necessary for you to paint those visuals before bed. <laughs> thank you. That's why I was saying some other place where you would go to because I didn't want to say that. That doesn't help. What about you, Owen? Where's your fear of spiders coming? Oh, arachnoids. Sorry, I'm my, so used to saying. My fear of arachnoids comes in when, well, when I see them from a distance, I I I know to not be scared because if they do move towards me, I have time to. Well, move in the well, opposite I would direction. hope so if it's far away. <laughs> and and sometimes even when I know it's and sometimes even when I know it's there, but I can't exactly see it, I avoid it. So when you imagine it. No. But you said when I know it's there, but I can't see it. Like what do you mean? Like how do you know it's there if you can't see it? Because I know it hides there, but I can't see it because it hides there often. Oh, okay. So, so like, you've seen one there before, but you know it continues to reside there. Like the yes. web exists. Like 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 over here. Like oh, we yeah, know like that there outside. exists there. There's like that like, one spider that... Arachnoid. Place. Only comes out at night. Arachnoid, yes. So and during the day, the you day don't see it. The day is much too bright. But you know it's there somewhere. And it only if comes out you, at night. Yeah, it only anything, comes out at night. And if anything it touches that web, it's coming out. If anything touches that web... It's it's gonna come out to wrap it so it can't have any chance of escaping. That's what spiders do. So let's talk about the plot of the film. Let's okay. let's begin. Yeah. So the film starts <coughs> off. They go. It's a a photographer has been hired for a gig to go to Venezuela. Mr. Manley. Yeah, Mr. Manley, and from Canaima. From yeah, Canaima. So he travels out to Venezuela. He's gonna, you know, he's there with the archaeologists or whatever. And then they are. he discover he runs into a giant. Massive. Well, here's the thing. Web. They're being led by natives. Their tour guides well, are natives. Yeah. Natives that aren't speaking indigenous languages. They're speaking Spanish. Yes, and only one guy because can they're in Venezuela, and I guess that's what they speak in Venezuela. I don't yeah. know. I've never been there. And they're leading them through. And the native at one point, he's like, "I don't go, like I like you guys keep going. I don't go past this point." And that reminded me of Jurassic Park, where they're also being led by people speaking Spanish. In like a boat or something, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, like this is this is as far as we'll go. You have to like you know go the rest of the way yourself. Like we won't stay here. Like you can't pay us to stay here." And it's like, why don't people listen to us Spanish speakers when we say we won't go? <laughs> we know better. They know better. They're from that. Better. Yeah, I mean, in, it's in, like if someone who lives there won't go there. Like if I went to somebody else's house and I'm like, "Oh, I need to grab." It's like, "Oh, should give me a tour of the place." They're like, "Sure, we don't go past this corridor, but go ahead." But like, why don't you go past this corridor? It's like, we don't. Like, you live here. There's a reason why you don't. I'm not going to do it if you don't do it. If you live there, it's like, I don't know why people go past where they're supposed to. Yeah. It's like, if the natives don't do it, you don't do it. Exactly. And they're from there. You are a visitor there. They know better. Like, what the hell? and if you are a visitor and going to a place that you have never been, you don't exactly... That's why you're a visitor. Oh, my God. You don't exactly know... What is happening, your area, surroundings, unless you stay there and become a native. So You can never become a native, honey. Native means that you've always been there. (laughs) Well, you can give... Well... You become a local. Well, you can become a local. Maybe, I don't know. And live there. But... (laughs) 
but eventually you'll you'll adapt to your new habitat and well learn what why you don't go to some places you don't do some things this is how you do other things okay <laughs> well, that's not important to the movie Maybe take a, a community center class, get to know your neighbors, run for Congress. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Plant a community garden, do some community outreach. <laughs> I think I should do that. That's too much, honey. <laughs> You're gonna give him a heart attack. Get some breath. Get some breath before you die. So listen to the natives, y'all. Yes. Yes. Listen to your natives. We should just go down your notes. It'll probably be easier. Yes. <laughs> because if I go down this route with Owen and uh, you and wait, okay. So, so you go down your notes. I'll remember the plot because you, go down you follow notes. the plot with your notes. Okay. Manly's taking pictures. He gets caught on this huge web, which is a huge no-no. Real quick though, Owen. <laughs> He's a manly. He's not even that manly. <laughs> the guy's name was Manly. Yeah. I, I said that he wasn't that manly. <laughs> <laughs> Kids. <laughs> okay, go a little good. Okay, so Tell Manly you. puts his hat down for a second, and when he goes to pick it up, there's like these huge grubs on it like they kind of look like hissing cockroaches yeah but i'm like how w- grubs aren't inherently fast like how did they just all of a sudden appear on his hat that's one of those movie tropes yeah there was a praying mantis and like a bunch of like the- i don't recall seeing a praying mantis no yeah there was a green praying mantis yeah okay i said i didn't say there wasn't one i said i don't recall <laughs> <laughs> your like, I'm I'm not not calling calling you a liar, but I'm I saying that's it. not the truth. <laughs> so yes, but yeah, like right away they're all on there. Like, and even and and then like you, it's s- like Manly's a bug magnet. They didn't even need to fumigate. They just need to get Manly and rub him on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then that's really that because based on that they get all the bugs, or they do like a smoke thing, kind yes, of when like you throw like dynamite it's like in a the type water, of like fumigation. They got, they got some toxic smoke and just sprayed it on a tree, and then out yeah, of nowhere, so... all these things start because they're trying to get butterflies. Yeah, they're rare... not specifically butterflies. They're that, like he's trying he, to get interesting the, bugs. The archaeologist is illustrating that this is a place that hasn't that has been untouched for you know millions of years. Places that other people have not been to. So yeah. there's and this potential to discover new species. Yes. yes. And this guy works with, bu- you know, bugs in general. So they're just going to see what they could find. You know, they're yeah, scientists. That's true. Yeah. And then uh, they end up finding a little more than they bargained for in the form of a giant... Noid. Yes, there you go. Tyrannoid. Tyrannoid. Yeah, because not just one... Because at first they hear like a loud bah. They're yeah. like, what the and hell then, is that? They put like these funnel things ones. all around the perimeter of the tree when they're fumigating. They have these giant metal funnel things with like a, a saucer on it. So as the grubs and butterflies and everything starts falling, you hear like a thud. Like, 
Boom. You know, but that wasn't metallic because that was flush on flush. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It was like a loud thud. And then and another looked... one. And then another one. So they're like, oh, they're dead. I and then Manly tries to take a picture. And it jumps on his camera. And that was the first time that That's we That's the first jump scare. Screamed. Yes. That's a jump and, scare. Because uh, this movie has a lot of jump scares. Yes. yes. And me and mom were the first ones and only ones to scream. We scared our little baby brother and created an echo inside of a non-echo <laughs> place. Yes. Yes. Um, So, Manly is sick, you know, feeling sick, probably because he's traveling to, you know, South America. Because he already showed up kind of sick. Yeah, he said he had a fever, um, probably something he ate, should not have drank in the water. And so he's feeling sick, and as soon as they come back from their little expedition, he's, you know, uh, the archaeologist guy, um, I don't remember his name, um, tells him, like, oh, why don't you go take a rest? Dr. James Authorton. What? Authorton. What? Oh, man. Atherton? That's what I said. What did you say? I don't know. Atherton? <laughs> Where did the L come from? I don't know. There's no L. No. So the, the, the scientist doctor tells him to go, you know, take a break. Chill out. And while he's doing so, the huge Noid climbs on him. But I'm like, that thing looks like the size of like a guinea pig. How do you not feel something like that on your body? Yeah. I could feel an ant. I can feel a flea on my body. They, How would you not feel that ginormous what, yeah. noid crawling it's on a, you? Well, actually, if he was feeling quite sick, sometimes, uh, possibly, sicknesses could dull down your senses or give you a slower reaction times. Well, that, is, that, that is very astute of you, Owen. Yes, that is true. That could be an explanation as to why he did not react. I like that, actually. Immediately. That that is true. And this spider, they what they used... Sat down beside her? Yeah, what they used was uh, the bird-eating spider from South mm. Africa, um, America. And they added an extra prosthetic to it to make it even larger. And they, they added... Um, but whenever they needed shots that was animatronic, the animatronic version of that... The person who this created movie that was all practical effects <clears throat> and actual arachnids. Yeah, the practical effect. The person who built that animatronic spider that they that they used couldn't use was puppets made to save his life. by uh, Jamie Hewitt. The don't know who that is. You know, you do know because we we've watched a few of those episodes where they're trying to figure out if this is true or not. Nope, we said it's false. Oh wait, no, what MythBusters? Yeah. Mythbusters did mm-hmm. the arachnoid? The Jamie Hewitt. Shut your mouth, the yeah, ginger. Yeah, the, the, the cosplayer, right? Is yes, that... the ginger one. Yeah. Because there's ginger and then there's mustache. Yeah, there's, no, it wasn't mustache. It was The ginger. other guy, yeah, cosplayer. Wait, no. No, because ginger's name's Adam. Oh. So Jamie is mustache. Yeah, he is mustache. Beret guy, right? Yes, beret yeah. with the mustache. Santos, I mm. I think you got the you got the name wrong. It's the Goliath bird eating tarantula, the largest. There you go. Arachnoid, arachnoid on the. They planet. call it big. They call it Big Bob. That's what they called it. The only one who was never had any issues with any of the spiders and was never afraid was John Goodman. Yeah, he's the only one who didn't have to have one touch him. That is true. I'd be fine, too, if I don't have any of them touch me. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> this guy's all in, like, rubber gloves and shit. And... That's like saying, like, oh, in the movie Jaws, the only actor who had no problem working with the shark was the wife. Or the yeah, mayor. Yeah, she's the only one that didn't go in the water. Or the mayor, yeah. <laughs> they didn't like, go okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course well, they're sure. going to be fine playing the movie if That's they true. don't get 
anything on them or, or have exactly. to deal with any yeah. of the scary stuff or or riskiness or just or a side character or a background character. Yes. Because they ain't going to complain. So. Okay, yeah. so Manly gets bit, goes into cardiac arrest, and um, they come, they find him. They just think, you know, like, he just, I don't know, had a heart attack and died. Yeah, yeah they're like, oh, he, they was, don't investigate he was sick, it. Mr. Yeah. Man. He was He's sick. not feel good. I don't know. Why? <laughs> was he French all of a sudden in Venezuela? <laughs> no, the guy with the curly hair. He wouldn't kind of like him. Yeah, he kept giving him, like, stink eye. Yeah, because he goes and checks on him. Mm-hmm. He goes, Mr. Man. No, I don't know what he sounded like. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> exactly. Mr. Man does, does not feel good. There you go. That sounds much like more better. Than, like, you guys that. are both really So at bad that at point, they they decide to ship Mr. Manley yes, back. Yes, they're gonna ship him back home. What are they gonna do with him in Venezuela? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he's trash to us now. Because <laughs> he even says, "Like make sure you keep the cam- the pictures." The yeah, phone. like we got what he, we needed him for. <laughs> we now we don't have to pay him. <laughs> Yeah, think of it, they're saving money. Cause yeah. they don't like, it's much cheaper to fly him as a cargo freight than get him a seating coach. <laughs> okay, I lost, I lost. Oh, it's okay, honey. It's well, okay. as they hammer up the casket that Mr. Yes, Big, Big um, Bob there's a gets con- in there. We'll yes. call it Big Bob. Even, I'm going to call so him so. I'm going to call him Noid. So, <laughs> okay. Noid, it goes through a hole. That's how he gets it, how, that's how he gets transferred back to America, to Kroima. This tiny little tonic room. And then that's where we finally meet Jeff Daniels. Yes. Because they, they left Dr. San West. Francisco. The wife was a stockbroker who completely just... She got fired. Because no. she got severance pay. Oh, okay. She got let go. Oh. I in know. the movie she said, with my severance pay and you're whatever, whatever. Oh, I thought she quit and she got... You don't get you don't get I severance don't pay who if you knows? quit. Fuck, I've never had a job where they give me severance pay. Fuck. Well, the point is, is that... He left to be a doctor. When he shows up... They went to the country. They're, they're downsizing. They're trying to yeah. si- simplify their lives. Plus, she just lost her job, so it's cheaper to live in the country. Yeah, and he already is going to have a practice. But when he shows up, old man doctor... Yeah. Freaking whatever Has a change of heart. And he's like, yeah, Dr. I'm not going to retire Metcalf. anymore. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to... Like, yeah, I know I said I was going to tr- give you all my patients, but I'm not going to quit. He's like, yeah, but we talked four months ago. You, we guaranteed this. It's like, yeah, well, whatever. Have- I don't want to retire it's like, if my wife can't change my mind... You can't either. Yeah. So then he walks out like, fuck, what do I do now? And then that's when we meet freaking the, the police officer, the sheriff of the town, Sheriff Parsons, who's just giving him a ticket, being an a-hole, mm-hmm. completely straight out, just being like... Like, hates <clears throat> the city slickers. He's like, I got medical plates. He's like, oh, you do, you're the new doctor. Well, the school's a school, and he still gives him a ticket. And then that's where... We meet we Margaret? Meet. Was her name Margaret? Let me see. Uh, yeah, I think her name was Margaret. Yes, Margaret, who's the one only sweet, person in town. Sweet widow in town, their na- who also happens to be their neighbor, uh, and the doctor's only patient. Yeah, she's the one that's, like, cool with them, and points out to the cop, he's like, I, he's like, you're, he's just a bully. He was a bully in, in fifth grade when I had him, and he's still trying to be a bully now. In which it's a reference to one of our recent episodes, and Harold and Kumar go to White Castle because the sheriff, they met him. Kumar tells him that. He tells him, like, I bet you were a bully in high school and you were picking all us nerds. We moved on. We got great jobs. We have careers. And now this is the only way you can bully us. And that's how he, that's... You were probably the big asshole in your high school, right? Absolutely right. You used to pick so, on guys like us every day, right? With pleasure. And then graduation day came and we went to college <laughs> and you went nowhere. And you thought, hey, how can I still give them shit? Oh, I know. I'll become a cop. 
right? Well, congratulations, your dream has come true. This character, he's a bully then, growing up, and he's, this is the only way he could still be a bully by being a cop. So throughout the whole entire film, he's always an a-hole, especially to freaking Jeff Daniels' character, Ross throughout the film in which he plays such a great character of a bully i, I like like he makes you love to hate the character so at that point he reveals to his wife like well we can't do anything like i'm i'm without a job but i have one patient so where are you on your notes oh um i did write the trope of the mortician eating a sandwich when manly gets transferred back to town always 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 sandwiches I've never seen that trope, actually. do you know what a trope is honey uh yeah it's something that somebody creates and then it's used well okay that is a very vague description of what a trope is something that somebody creates you could say that that's the definition of a puppet it's that something that somebody creates and they use used along multiple years okay that's completely different definition (laughs) yeah (laughs) a trope is something that like for instance we'll use it in this film to explain it Anytime you see a mortician... A cliche. Do you know what a cliche is? Yes. Forget it. Okay. <laughs> For our audience, a trope is love. Um, a tro- it's, well, it's it's like a... Um, Anytime... A, like a ty- that's, I, I just guess, explain it with this film. Kind of like a stereotype. Yes. Like a stereotype, a cliche. Like they're, they're trying to illustrate that a mortician is so unfazed by death that they'll even eat in front of a dead body. And whenever you see a, a mortician in film, they're always eating or TV. Yeah, they're always and it's always almost always a sandwich, like a a bread product because they they lay it down sometimes even on a body, like in Gone in sixty seconds. Like you know? it's never pudding or yeah. drumstick. You know, banana. another another idea of a trope is that oh, whenever somebody has groceries, it's always in a, a paper, paper bag, bag, and there's a piece like a bread, a bread. roll. That's sticky now. Like a piece, an orange will fall out of it. Yeah. That's a trope. So that, yeah, that's, that's a trope. So, mm-hmm. so of course we see this when we meet the, the mechanic, okay. oh, the mechanic, the, mort- the mortician. Yes. Who, his name is Mort. He's yeah. Mort the mortician. Mort the mortician. Which the mortician in Bob's Burgers is also named Mort. I wonder how many no, other Mort right the morticians are, they are. Roy? Or, or, no, that's his real name. But somebody calls him Mort. Or were they just calling him that as a nickname because he they're was a mortician? Probably. A oh, and they're um, not. We're not going to pick up your sound, so either you got to get up, babe. Yeah, or or you step out, <laughs> or don't talk because it, it's not going to pick you up from that right there. You need to sit. Too low, baby. Yeah. Sorry. Mom. Okay, so this movie is a lot of practical effects um, and live arachnoids. The practical giant arachnoid. Um, was really terrible in its movements. It was not fluid or believable. Um, it did not move its legs in an organic manner, uh, which helps to remove some of the fear for us uh, arachnophobes. What are you talking about? You guys scream like there was a legit When it arach- jumps! <laughs> because that's scary. Yeah. Or if it just drops from the ceiling. That's what jumping means. No, it didn't jump. It just drops. Okay, same difference. It's it's on. It's yeah. coming at you. It's flying. It's mid air. It's getting some yes. air. Okay. Yes. Okay, tomato, yes. tomatoes. Um, one thing that I'm curious about is that I wish, like, because I have the DVD, but I don't think mine has like many special features. I think it only has like the trailer, and that's it. Yeah. Like, and I wish they had a special feature edition where they had, like, the casting, you know, videos for it. Because I want to know if uh, having the ability to tolerate an arachnid presence was a 
mandatory requirement in casting these actors because some of these actors had to have the arachnoid presence on their person like the like, like the, the, the the wife molly she picks one up yeah you can or you the girl showering me. the girl showering has it going well yes it goes it's on her face, face and, and then on her chest <sighs> Although See, the chest could have been anybody. That because, could have been a body but double, yeah. on her face? That was her, yeah. yeah. That's, nope. You cannot pay me enough. Nope. Seriously. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, so so there's just certain That's moments. That's like fear factor stuff for me. <clears throat> like, nope. I mean, even, even Jeff Daniels at certain points has the spiders go on his face and he swipes them off. Jeff Daniels? Yeah. Yes. I don't know why I was thinking Goodman. <laughs> yes, you're right. No, because there's a few Daniels, times where it jumps yes. on him and stuff and he's like... Argh! Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. You know, so... So there's there's moments like that. Besides that, uh, when the arachnoid enters their barn after it has escaped the mortician's home, it takes off and mm-hmm. it goes to the barn. Yes, and to, that's where to it Ross's makes. house. So yeah, Ross's house, and that's where. And it they makes. use like a forced perspective when that she in that scene because you you see more so their silhouettes, and one silhouette is much larger than the other. Yeah, but they're like you know putting their little. They're cuddling and whatnot. And then that's where it begins. Because yes. at that point, once they mate and they create this hybrid species... The soldiers. It starts going out. And mm-hmm. then that's when first... Ross's first patient, the old lady... Margaret. She gets... She's the there, first there's a jump scare where she's right there with her cat. It, it comes out of the lampshade. Yeah, when she's about I, to... I've seen this movie countless times and it doesn't matter... I will scream every single time. I know this movie by heart. I know when it's going to happen. And it still freaks me out. Because I'll even close my eyes. But I already know what's happening. And the thought of one touching me. Like, like it, it's why I scream every time. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the same fear as when you're watching Jaws. And when the shark comes up, you lift your feet a little. Like, you, it's about to grab your feet. No. Okay, shut up. So, <laughs> so but it's it's the same it's the same fear. So for me, it's like I'm envisioning it touching me, which is why it freaks me out so much. Yeah. Oh well, we forgot the, how it got to the barn. There's this cool little scene where it starts chasing a dog and then a cat, and once it goes outside of the mortuary, a crow, a crow picks it up, and once it goes back to where the barn is, it gets bit in the sky and it falls straight down. And then that's when it decides to crawl into the barn. So that's how it travels from point A to point B. And, um, yeah, so when this lady gets bit, they're like, oh, shit, like, you're only patient. Like, great, now I don't have a patient. But it's like, you, you're the one that saw her, and you, you took her off some meds. Like, why'd you do that? And, like, I want to have an autopsy because she was healthy. It's like, nah, you're big city folk. We don't do that He's like, type I'm of- her doctor. He's like, yeah, well, I was her doctor for 40 years. Like, they're calling dibs. Yeah. Your corpse. Yeah, and he's like, no, you're not going to do that. Oh, you turn over to grave if you were to burn it. So they're just being an asshole at that point. So then he's like, well, there's nothing else I can do. I'm going to do my my cellar. And when he starts doing it, there's a the, he realizes, like, oh, shit, like, my wood's really bad. Shooting. He them. assumes it's termites because yeah. he's when he's building his wine cellar out of the basement, he has this cool-looking nail gun, and he's just shooting these nails straight into the floor. And I'm like, that is, he is a, he is a medical doctor. How is he just carelessly shooting nails up into the house? And one of them nearly gets his wife. In the foot. In the foot. See, but the thing that is. That tetanus. But the thing is, well, he runs upstairs and goes, I could have killed you guys. Like, what? He's like, holy crap. Like, because he only shot two, realizing, man, this wood's bad. But because of that, 
It's how we're introduced to, to John, John Goodman's Goodman. character. Delbert. Yeah. Well, McClintock. He, yeah, well, it's Dilbert, but then... Delbert. It's spelled Delbert. His name's Delbert. No, but only one person calls him Delbert. His mama named Clay? I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so he shows up and he's like, it ain't Terminites. Uh, Terminites. Oh, <laughs> You're just making up a word. <laughs> It's not termites. It's bad wood. Bad wood. So get good wood. He's like the worst. He is, he is Dale Gribble before Dale Gribble existed. Yeah. Like he's the worst exterminator. Like he's like oh I, there's no, there's nothing here. I don't sense anything. Like he's like got head like this headset on with like a prong shoving it into the wood. Like somehow he's gonna hear them singing. Be like those fuckers are here. There's you the, you know no what it reminds me of? Work. Mouse hunt. Christopher Walken's character, he was the same way. He's like, hold on. And he goes like this, and he's all listening with stuff. He's like, you have mice. He's like, he's good. And he does the same thing. And he eats a little poop and all this and that. I don't and, remember that. Yeah, he does all That's this gross. craziness. So, it's like, maybe it, could that be a trope of exterminators? I don't know. They're but John dumb. Goodman comes clueless. into it. So, we're introduced so that they have the town exterminator. Well, I'll just call him Delbert Gribble. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, okay, so we, we obviously lost one person. And then we're introduced to this, like, a family that lives close by. They have a party. They go and blah, blah, blah. Well, the second victim is um, the high school, the, the football player. Yes. But one thing that I noticed that I never paid attention to before is, you know, they bring him in to give all the kids their sports physical. Oh, yeah. I wanted players, to bring this up. And we don't see his hands. You know, for obvious reasons, but we don't see him like you know put on the plastic glove like you see in other movies where it's uh-huh. like you see the you hear them like with the little ah, like 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 when they pull on it like a rubber band you you can hear yeah the slap the like, slap on yeah the glove we don't we don't have that scene here like you do in most you know scenes where you a doctor does that but you he's going around grabbing the guy's junk checking for hernia one after the other. With no pauses in between, I'm like, is he changing his gloves really fast in between touching He's touching each guy, sack. or is he bare, or is he raw dogging it? <laughs> Which either way, he's still cross contaminating all the dude's nuts. <laughs> like, like if I, if I was one of those guys, I'd be like, hey doc, you want to put on some hand sanitizer first? Be like this guy next to me, his balls smell. You about to touch my balls with his? Has he got ball hands? Must be the last guy he examined, and the first guy he examined had herpes. He just gave everyone herpes. <laughs> you know, the one that was first is the best one, right? Because you see, he grabbed them with clean hands. Clean hands. <laughs> and you being the the last one, the sixth, the sixteenth, he's like sometimes it's better to be the first one, not in Squid Games, but here, you know, he was the first <laughs> and the last. And uh, when I was a kid, though, I never knew what the hell was going on. That's the thing. Like when I watch, like, remind me about me neither. This I think that's why, as watching it and I like paying attention to it as an adult and understanding what was happening. Is when I, it like hit me that like that he is not changing gloves or washing hands. Well, see, that is nasty. I thought that was their way of because I knew they didn't like this guy in town, like uh-huh. this new doctor, this this city folk. Like they didn't like him, right? So I thought it was their way of being assholes. These 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 freaking making him football. touch boys nuts. No, <laughs> I didn't even know he was touching nuts. I lit. <laughs> I knew he was looking at their junks. I didn't know he was grabbing. Did you think that was hazing? <laughs> like whenever new people come into town. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you. Come here. Come look at all our son's nuts. Damn city slicker. <laughs> you take that. Like how much bigger we are in comparison. Take a good look. <laughs> I'm going to turn my head and cough. <laughs> No lie, not not the hazing, but I thought that was their way of being assholes. Was every time he stepped in front of them was to turn away and cough. Like I didn't like know that was an insult. Yeah, so I'm gonna do that whenever I'm mad at you from now, and I'm just gonna turn my head and. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I never knew that's what it was that he was grabbing. Their sack. <laughs> I mean, you know, it took, uh, yeah, it was just something that always like was weird to me. But yeah, all right, go on. Okay, so the football kid, the one of the one puts of the helmet, the noid goes into the helmet, uh, bites the kid, and the kid like instantly dies, which I thought was odd because if there seems to be a lot of inconsistencies with how the toxin affects victims from victim to victim. Yes, because. Um, the first victim, which is Manly, like he was like he felt it, like and he looked like he was in pain, like he was like, like he, was gr- he was grinning, he was grinning his teeth, like grinding his teeth, like he was like you know he 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 went painfully. It was quick, but it was painful. He couldn't talk or he anything. He couldn't talk. Yeah, where um, the old lady Margaret, she put up put up a str- a struggle. And, like, she, like, tossed stuff around the house. Like, she obviously, like, it was... And, um... She even tried to call. Dr. Ross said she had... That she had almost bitten her tongue clean off. And that she had signs of convulsions. Mm -hmm. So, like, she was seizuring. And then the old man, when he got bit, he was, like fully conscious and aware and she's like and he tells his wife like oh, I'm, ha- I'm having a seizure call the doctor call an ambulance like he's able to he basically diagnosed diagnosed himself at that moment this is everything that's happened to me and yeah and even he said call manly mm-hmm. so call an ambulance call manly like why would he call the sheriff no not manly ross <laughs> no manly was a photographer manly is a photographer yeah either way he wasn't the doctor <laughs> <laughs> the wife is like, this motherfucker is dying. Tell me, call him. <laughs> call him. The, call Manly. What Take a f- picture of my toe. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, so. <laughs> Anyways. Maybe the effects of the spider bite has to be how old you are, if you have any disease, what your blood type is. Well, shouldn't it? Shouldn't the younger people have a better chance at the toxin? Because the young kid, it bit him, and he immediately like he was just gone. Like, <laughs> he was that gone. Was it. Yeah, he was just gone. Yeah, no, well, actually, no. Actually, when it bit him, you he did. Uh, he made that noise. Yeah, he, but he bit no his point. mouth guard, and he just. But he was out. Yeah, was and then gone. they tackled him, but at no point was he like, like you know. Yeah, I was expecting convulsions. I, like he stuff. was literally laying still, nothing yeah. at all. He was dead, like no movement. And then Mimi and the mortician, when or they Mimi. got bit, they were just, they were still posed, you know, with the popcorn bowl in front of them, like, like nothing. They died instantly. Like, yeah, bite, their eyes were still open. They still look like they're watching. Here's, here's how you. One bite and they're gone. Yeah, here's how you know there was. They died like the the football kid, the bowl. That was on was, their lap was still there, filled with popcorn. Uh-huh. Don't you think it would have been on the floor in the mess? The blanket was still over their legs, uh-huh. like so. They just died, like, uh, or, 
And then how would they both die? If we're sitting next to each other and the spider bites you, I'm be like, Don't oh, put your stupid face at my hands. Oh, well, you know what I mean. Like, like <laughs> one of us is going to get up and be like, oh, shit. I'm not going to be like, what's wrong? Oh, okay. I'll just continue watching uh, Facts of Life. No, what was this? Super Fort? No, lies. Maybe it's a Super Fort. <laughs> no. Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Santos. What? Well, you know how at the end there's multiple spiders? Yes. What if one had already been in the house and then the new one that came in after the Oh, so the one, when she grabbed the popcorn, there was another one that probably came down and bit him or maybe back of the couch. Because one came out of his nose. That's true. So she went like this and it went in her mouth and bit her in her mouth. Ah! Sorry, <laughs> you just slapped yourself. <laughs> no. That's how real my fear is. Yeah, she'll like smack herself because I don't know. She okay? So we're what, what's left on your notes? Okay, the haunted doll. Oh yeah, what the hell? The girl's was, having a sleepover. A yeah, uh, the little girl. She's having a sleepover at Bunny's house. Yeah. And um, they're like scaring each other, seeing the itsy bitsy spider. And they have this play doll, and it's one of those that, you know, opens and closes its eyes. Depending on no. what position. Oh, it say mama. mama. But it's one You're of those. So, so best to explain to the audience. It's a vintage type doll that yeah. opens and closes its eyes if it's sitting straight up or laying down. So they lay it down, its eyes are closed, and as the arachnoid is coming down on its web, it starts to open its eyes. I'm like, okay, that's scary too, or is no one going to address the scary doll that's opening his eyes and staring at the arachnoid like it's alive? Maybe it's a Toy Story style doll, and it's trying to protect the kids. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's dumb yet a ghost doll is more reasonable or, or logical yeah yeah oh yeah i guess so <laughs> how this all fiction <laughs> you're telling me the spider's gonna mate with some random house spider and then we're gonna have these crazy spiders yes what does this have to do with you not knowing the difference between dolls what do you mean i don't know so that doll was creepy and we never we never talk about why because um, they don't see it that's why it's evil. It is evil. I think the ha- the house is cursed, and that's why the well, the kids get away. They do. They smash it. Unscathed. Though, I I I I read that what they would do is with the book, they kind of hollowed out a certain thing and made the floor soft. Likewise, with John Goodman's boot, they actually hollowed it out. Pinky swear. I pinky swear. So that because they made sure no spiders were harmed whatsoever. Why? That's dumb. They didn't because they didn't want to. They actually had a wrangler on the set that. The, a ton of spiders in this whole little holding place or arachnoids. So yeah, so when John Goodman steps on on the arachnoid, he puts on, but it doesn't smash it. Likewise with the book. So when they drop the book and they step on the book, necessary casualties. No, well they art. didn't, you know. So uh, yeah, but disgusting. But anyways, they, you you told me, which I did not know, that they brought them in from Australia. No, I didn't say that. I yes, said, you did. Oh, New Zealand. Is that? No, you said Australia. Because I never said Australia. Yes, you did. You because then Zealand. I said, well, I don't care how how sexy the men are in Australia. I'll never go. You said No, New because Zealand. we brought up Jermaine. Uh, jo- uh, uh, it was New Zealand. Because I'm like, what if, what if, uh, obeys, you win an Omey thing, you have to go to New Zealand. You know, like, I don't give, I'm not going. You said Australia. I never said Australia. No, you said New Zealand. Then why yeah, would I even, talk about Australian men? I didn't hear you say. Look, it's like I don't care. A how harmless many species from New Zealand that was provided by Landcare Research in Auckland, despite their fierce appearance. By what'd you say? 
This is right there. By Auckland. Land Care in Auckland. Auckland. Okay. Despite their fierce appearance, this spider is docile member <laughs> of the crab spider family as in fact harmless. As is. Yeah, in fact harmless to humans. I don't believe it. New Zealand. Whatever. All right, so They're go on. still terrifying and ugly and I hate them. Yeah. Kill them with fire. And, um... So, so the we all right. The doctor's already dead. No, we just brought him up because of how they die based on the football player. Well, that's the next one to go, right? Uh, for after the football player is the doctor. Yeah. After the doctor, it's Mimi and Mort. See, but what helps because Ross is always saying like, dude, this this something's up. And look, I I am like, I want to get a toxicology report. Like, I want to do an autopsy, and this this stupid old doctor. And the other one, they won't allow it. Mm-hmm. Well, the moment the doctor dies is when you you see this guy. I don't know who he is. I'm like, I don't know if he's a mayor. He has a bolo tie. He shows up. So that means he's important. Yeah, he's important. Only important people wear bolo ties. Exactly. He shows up to help Ross. At that point, he's like, his wife said she saw a spider. And they look at the bite. And the bite doesn't look normal. It looks like, like it's a big-ass bump. So it's like, he allows... The autopsy. That's when they find out there's toxins in the blood. A, a, a level of toxins. They're like, it's like either he was poisoned or it could have been a spider bite. At that point. They exhume the bodies. Have yes. them tested. And then that's when the. But here's another uh, continuity error. Okay. When they exhume the bodies and we see Margaret. She's been dead for a couple days. Okay. And mind you, she's most likely have also. I, I don't know. Like when, when, when Manly came back from Venezuela, he looked like he was sucked dry. Yeah. Margaret still looked completely gorgeous. Like she had just, you know, her skin taken tone a nap. still looked good. Yes. And yet she was already buried. Mm-hmm. Whereas to the doctor, look. As I was saying it out loud, I heard the error in what I was thinking. What do you mean? Manly, um, the the guy with glasses, the lackey that was sent by the by the scientist, he says that the arachnoid that was in with Manly was likely feeding on him the yeah, entire time they were traveling which was why because he said they're like little vampires so that's why margaret didn't look like that but because <clears throat> margaret only got bit no yeah. i didn't know that's what you're referring to yeah. i thought because the doctor when they when they're looking at him he looks pale and white and shriveled and yet he the, the maybe margaret, it's in her contract that she needs to look good at all times Probably, because she still looks skin toned and all of this and that. So that's when they find out, okay, this is legit. Like, we need to call an expert. So they call in an expert, the guy, the, uh, the ecologist or whatever. The, the lackey. Yeah, and then he's like, I ain't going to go to this shit. Send my, my assistant lackey. Mm-hmm. He shows up, and they're like, yeah, this looks like it could be. And when they finally go, like, let's just go check out the house. Maybe we could find a spider. They end up finding the spider. You get one dead, dead spider. One. And then another one that hops out, another jump scare. And they look at it, and it's got no sex organs, so that's when they determine that this is like a drone. And uh, the next, that um, more than likely there's going to be the next batch of offspring. These are the deadly ones. No, not, well, they're all deadly. They're all deadly. But these are going to be the reproducing ones. Yes. So these are going to be, like, these are the ones that are going to create basically a pandemic of arachnoids yeah because these are like the other ones they're soldiers they're just yeah. going out and they have a checking out span. seeing what the hell's going on let's try to kill things around but they die they don't have a lot like a fly 
they they quickly die like a, a lifespan so when they figure all this shit out they're like we need to find this nest let's go so they all separate and then they do a whole plant and payoff moment where earlier when his when you know the doctor dies guess what he's gonna have all these patients the wife puts up all these frames that she took of the barn mm-hmm. the big massive web so that uh, the, whatever, scientist, the scientist recognizes the picture of the web. Where is this? It's your Daniel's place. Jennings bought it. Take me there. And then that's when he figures out, like, oh, where's a map? Okay, this person died here, here, here. And he creates a circle. Like, what's in the middle? Mm-hmm. It was his barn. So that's when we realized, shit, the whole goddamn time. More than one nest. No, there's just that one. Hey, what, what was it that Atherton said? It radiated out from a central nest. Yeah. Delbert, you got a map of this town? Yeah. Thinking about buying here? Come on, just get a map, please. Um, here, here. Mm-hmm. The Kendall's. Kendall's house. Yeah. Mark that down on there. Alrighty. And uh, the old guy, the doctor? Uh, Metcalf. Metcalf? Football kid? Uh, died on the football field behind the high school. That's uh, right here. Uh, this is fun. Uh, I found one at Beachwood. Um, the old lady, what was her name? The first Margaret. Thing? Yeah. Is that all of them? Yeah, that's it. Now, this here in the center, that's a mortuary, right? No, that's a house. Well, who the hell lives there? I do. And at that point, Jeff Daniels tries to get his family. And this is like the whole climax of the scene. Because it's like... Yep. To know that this man... Like, the main fight scene, the boss scene... You don't even know that this movie is going to have a battle. A fight scene with like a boss, you could say. And it, it's, it's two spiders. You got the... the the first, the mini boss, and mm-hmm. then the the head honcho, and yeah, like all these. Yeah, I remember Bowser a, and then Koopa. As a kid, man, that scene always used to scare me, especially the scene where he's getting the family out the bathroom window. Yep, and, and then it's they, like the whole row of them, like they're like synchronized. They're all coming down, and he's like, ah. And I've uh-uh. had dreams where like that happens in my dream where they're coming down and I'm like oh shit like you have no idea how many times that's happened to me in real life not with a row of them but with a single one where I'm sitting or laying down on a couch or something and there's one above me cascading down like that you have no idea how many times that's well you you should tell what happened the day when I was sitting here on the couch with Remy so um we live in an old house that's on an elevated foundation and there's a we have a strong arachnoid presence uh, outside of our house and occasionally inside our house. So we're always like leaving like sticky traps all over the place, you know, underneath furniture to, you know, try to cap, you know, keep this under control and not get, you know, anyone around. So uh, Santos is sitting on the couch with the baby and like just like two to three inches away from his head on the curtain is this huge black widow. And the moment I see it, like, I kind of freeze a bit. And I just tell him, get get up now. And he's like, what, why? And I'm just like, get up now! Like, that's all I can say. Like, I'm in set, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like frozen with fear that all I could tell him is to get up. So the moment he gets up and he looks behind and he sees it, he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, if he would have, like, reached his arm back or stretched or even, like, you know, stretched his head back. It would it, like it would have got him. And what was worst is that our our son Remy loves always like reaching and pulling on stuff. And behind me, especially when I'm sitting on this couch, but he, he to just try- happened to be on your right shoulder and not on your left, where the arachnoid. And was. him being the age he is, if that black widow would have bit him, 
forget it, it. it. There's no telling what might have yeah. happened. But we got it out, and it was just a scary moment with an arachnoid. We and it. to finish off this this film, you know. Owen passed out, by the yeah. way. Yeah. He's asleep. <laughs> He's out. Um, that's why you haven't heard him for a while. Is this whole battle sequence when he falls because he easily falls to the basement when he when the when all the because arachnoids the bad wood. because yeah the bad wood and at that point he realizes oh musty smiley because that's when they mention like what what kind of habitat would they be in he's like oh it would be dark moist yeah, musty he's like, smelling he's like your basic uh, arachnoid you know nest would be better 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 because i i love john goodman i'm telling you his I character is great and the way he talks and stuff like i that. don't think john goodman's ever made a bad movie what because you said john goodman is great and i said yeah i don't think john goodman's well, ever done a bad movie he, he's been his characters in, are great he's been in some well you could say regardless of the film he's always great he is you know because i know he was in one that was that didn't do well. I know it was like with George Clooney and Bill Murray. It was like Monuments Men or something like that. But I know that Monument Men, something like that. I know that movie didn't really do well. I've never. Heard but that. John Goodman always does well in like stuff that he's in. Like another film that was considered a flop at the time, in which it's you know I know you love it. Oh, Brother Arthur. Yes, that movie. I love but him. the album was a massive hit, and I mm-hmm. I believe it developed a cult following. As time went on. But when it was first released, no one cared. But they loved the album. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, John Goodman. He, he's, he's great. He's, like, he's, he's a good man. He's, he's, yeah, he's always great. In, I mean, King Ralph, that wasn't that didn't do well either. But he, 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 he was good in it, but the movie itself didn't do that well. You know, and that was, I think, his first, like, starring, like, main starring role. Um, but yeah, and, you know, him being in Roseanne for all those years. And he's in it now, but it's called Connors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but at this point he battles a freaking two spiders mm-hmm. and it's really cool the way he does it. Cause the first one you think, oh, he kills it like right away. But then the other one, he's literally fighting this giant spider where it like tries to crawl on him and he flicks it. Like he's trying to like f- kill it with a blowtorch like that he creates. And in the end he, he, he uses that nail gun yep. when it jumps and then he shoots it and mm-hmm. it bah and it kills the nest. Yep. And it's like really cool. And at the end of it, John Goodman comes out all super like, he's like, all right, ready to pull go. him out of the house and start, you know, sprays everything, kills everything. And that's it. And they, at that point, they're like, F this, we're going back to San Francisco. And they, they give us a little thing like, oh, we're away from whatever can harm us. Nope. They're in a place where there's earthquakes and they kind of do the little earthquake. I'll take an earthquake over arachnoids. Anyway. Oh, hell yeah. Like an earthquake or a house filled with arachnoids the way that movie plays out at the end nope nope not at all so there you have it ladies and gentlemen so this was our special family edition of our first halloween film for the season arachnophobia something you can watch with a family you can there's nothing sexy in it no except for the lady in the shower scene yeah but even then you don't even see her boobies no you don't um i know it goes down her chest but you get a little bit of the cleavage you get like her under boob yeah but it's it's not done in a sexual way because you're more focused on the fact that holy crap this spider's gonna bite her in which again going back to john goodman he's a terrible freaking uh, exterminator because the spider's sure. under the goddamn toilet and he's like there's no spider here but if there is i will kill there the is spider. no arachnoid presence yeah. 
And but he like reaches his hand under there, like it's there the whole time. Like, come on, yeah. Like he he's he just... looked for that spider, like Owen looks for anything that I ask him for in the house. <laughs> like Owen, go bring my glass of water. It's on the dining table. Like there is no water presence at this table. No, what he'll do is he'll go into the kitchen and Come bring back. you something else. Like, I couldn't find it. What did you ask me to look for? <laughs> like, what? How do you know you couldn't find it? You didn't know what I sent you for. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, so once again, thanks for tuning in. Well, you know, Freddie will return, but for now, this episode was a special bonus family edition episode of Rachnophobia. And enjoy those Halloween days coming up or whatever. I don't know. All right. Well, it's been fun here talking about arachnoids, uh, laughing as much as possible. But I think it's time we hop into our DeLorean and travel back to the future. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.